Hey, welcome back to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am your host, as always, Cody Owen, and we are going to be talking the quick start guide to Facebook ads today on the podcast. So really quickly, what I want to go over is why you should run Facebook ads for your business. And the first thing to cover is that when I say Facebook ads, what I really mean is you're using the meta ads platform to run ads on Facebook and Instagram are your main platforms you're going to run there. You can also include WhatsApp, usually probably not a great option for lawn care and landscaping businesses, pretty good option for e-commerce, but not for our purposes. And then the, the greater audience network, which is a bunch of like little games and different apps that sell ad space to Facebook, those can be good to get in front of people. So why Facebook for lawn care? Number one, targeting. You are able to target neighborhood by neighborhood. This is a little bit in flux right now. They've done some changes recently that are like to be completely transparent, uh, a total cash grab from Facebook. But I think it's only going to drive up your your ad costs by a, a smidge, you know, but when they do that smidge to you know, hundreds or thousands, tens of thousands of local businesses, it, it adds up for them. So I, I know why they're doing it. But as always, uh, you know, Facebook just a relentless desire to extract more money from advertisers. The next thing you get is control. You get to create the ad end to end, you write the copy, you dump them onto your website as quickly as possible. You're really in control of how this goes. And the reporting is really good. The number one thing that I think Facebook is just the master of is the retargeting campaign. It is so nice when someone hits your website to be able to get back in front of them on Facebook, on Instagram, you know, regardless of whether they came in from their desktop or their work computer, you're going to get back in front of them on their phone, on their work computer, everywhere they're logged into Facebook. So it's super powerful for retargeting. And all of this matters for lawn care because it's going to give you all of the additional touches you need in a platform where they are hanging out. So it is really, really powerful for you to not only be on yard signs in their neighborhood, your trucks in their neighborhood, your uniforms are in their neighborhood, but you are also going to get in front of them when they're at their kid's soccer game or soccer practice and they're not paying attention and they're scrolling Instagram or when they're in line at Starbucks. And, you know, I use this example all the time. I'm sure some of you can probably say it along with me. I tried to change the order there to throw you off. Really quickly here, let me go ahead and throw to our sponsor for today's episode, Green Frog Web Design. Are you ready to have a website that is effective, reliable, and at a reasonable price? With a website from Green Frog Web Design, they offer free unlimited updates, free website hosting, a free domain name, free Google My Business optimization, and monthly updates included. And this will give you a website that's one to five pages, all for one monthly price of $245, no lump sum upfront payment required. Green Frog guarantees that your website will be live in three weeks from their projected start date, or it is free for a year. Okay, and we're back. So, how can Facebook ads help a lawn care business target specific audiences? What you're going to get here, there's a couple different things. So the big thing is the neighborhood targeting that I was talking about before. We have a ton of resources on how to do that. We'll also do it for you. But the big thing here is that you get to target neighborhood by neighborhood. But also a cool thing that you can do when you become a Facebook ads power user is the retargeting audience. 
you're going to be able to retarget anyone who engages with your Facebook or Instagram page that lives in your service area. So always limit it by, you know, your city and a small range to eliminate, you know, maybe family members who support you from afar or friends in the industry who support you from afar. We'll make sure we're filtering by our geographic area, but retargeting anyone who engages with the page, right? Someone who's telling us they care about lawn care in the way that we're presenting it. We want to make sure that we're getting an ad back in front of them. You can target people. I talk about this a little bit in our our main channel, but I might go into a little more detail here. If someone hits a specific service page on your website, you can have a campaign that runs at anyone who hits your weed control and fertilization page, and then you blast them with the benefits of weed control and fertilization. Maybe you take the time to record a minute-long video where you're just telling them, like, hey, this is what a lawn looks like that gets watered regularly, is mowed regularly, but isn't getting the nutrients it needs to prevent weeds and, and to get the, the you know massive amount of green that you could get from adding some nitrogen to your lawn. And this is what a super healthy lawn looks like, that all of that work is going into and it's getting the nutrients that it needs. So you could do that and that would take you, you know, 20 minutes to record, hopefully, to get, you know, just something simple put together. And then you can use that forever. You can have a campaign in your Facebook ads account that runs specifically at anyone who hits that page. And you can do that for each service, right? That's what's so powerful about this is that Facebook's able to see all the traffic on your website once you have your pixel installed. And then you can retarget based on what page they hit. This is something I'm really excited about. I think that more businesses could be doing this as we we niche down further into what you can take advantage of the tools that, that we have on Facebook. How do Facebook ads give you control of your advertising budget? So Facebook runs on a different principle than what you might be used to with the the traditional pay-per-click model. A lot of people will call Facebook PPC. They'll say like, you know, Google and Facebook PPC. But really, Facebook bills based on the impression. So you're paying like a penny, a fraction of a penny for the eyeballs that are seeing your ad. So you always know like, hey, if I tell Facebook you're going to spend... $2 a day on this, it's going to spend the $2 a day. You may not get a click, right? But you're going to get impressions and Google bills based on the click. And it, it drives up the cost as people are bidding for clicks. It's just not, you know, it's a different model. It, It functionally ends up working the same way, except that you can optimize for different things, different actions on Facebook. You can, you can optimize for engagement or just like sheer volume of people seeing, or you can optimize for the click, or you can optimize for a conversion action on your website. So you can tell it like, I only want it to count. The metric that matters to me that I want you to optimize for is people hitting the website and requesting a quote, right? So that's some of the power of Facebook. And Google has a lot of that sort of thing hidden in there, but Facebook puts it front and center in a way that, you know, is an ad platform that came around 10, 15 years after Google was established. So you have really good control of what you're going to spend. Facebook bills pretty quickly, especially when you're getting started, which can be really annoying. It can even trigger the fraud alert on your credit card because they'll charge you like 78 cents and then three hours later charge you 28 cents. So, you know, it's a little bit crazy when you're getting started. But you're able to say like exactly what you want to spend daily is, a, is usually how 
Facebook wants you to think about it. And the rule of thumb that I always give people is if you're using our hyper-local targeting strategy, you can expect to spend 3 to $5 per day per subdivision that you're targeting. That will get you really thoroughly in front of those people. You know, a couple times a day is usually kind of the peak of what we want to do when we're, we're getting in front of specific subdivisions because you don't want you to be the only ad they see. They might get tired of you. But, you know, twice a day is pretty good. We want to we be getting back in front of them repeatedly. Okay, what metrics are you able to report from Facebook ads? All of your important marketing metrics you can pull from face, a combination of Facebook and any analytics tracking you have on your website. Because the big thing I would tell you is we want to get them off the platform you don't control, moved over to the platform that you do control as quickly as possible. And that is because you don't want to be exclusively relying on Facebook's metrics. You know, I know that I, you know, am a big cheerleader for Facebook, but I don't trust them, right? Facebook has been caught lying about video views. If you're wondering why, you know, a bunch of written websites that you might have enjoyed when you were younger, maybe like cracked.com, if you read some of the comedy articles there, if you're wondering why they don't exist anymore in the same way that they did, it's because Facebook misrepresented view counts and really convinced people that they were getting an astronomical number of views and they should pivot to video, pivot to video. So we don't want to exclusively rely on Facebook's reporting to tell us the truth. We want to move them over to a platform we control as quickly as possible so that more of the funnel is completely under our control and we can track stages of it and see where people fall out. That said, key performance indicators that I want you to be tracking on Facebook when you're running ads are your cost per impression, your you know maybe your CPM if if you're running enough ads you can see your your cost per uh, thousand, and then your cost per click. Cost per click is going to give you the best apples to apples comparison with Google. The thing I would tell you is that usually Facebook clicks are a little bit cheaper, but the audience is not as warm. Right? No one got on Facebook to find their new landscaper. People who searched you know landscaping in my area, retaining wall in my area they are specifically looking for it. And so that click is almost always going to result in a quote request. Whereas warming up a cold audience on Facebook and, and getting them to request a quote, they might click through and think about it and not really do anything, or they might, you know, be a little bit of a tire kicker. So it'll be a little bit cheaper, but hopefully it comes out in the wash when some of these people turn into good leads and some don't. This differs from other forms of marketing, like I just said, that Google is always going to be the warmest marketplace, and because it's warmest, it's going to be the most expensive. So you have to keep that in mind when you're, when you're saying like, oh, Facebook's so much cheaper, but the people aren't necessarily primed to make a buying decision. We're having to like kind of pull them in. There's going to be, we're going to need a little more follow-up to get them to follow through on the deal. Okay, the biggest thing, remember I said the biggest thing, the biggest benefit for lawn care and landscaping companies is retargeting. We've already talked a little bit about what that is, what that looks like. I think this is your chance to do kind of a one-to-many selling operation. I think that if you have an intro video, like we've talked to people about making for their website, we've given away a script for that. I'll have a link to it in the in the show notes here. But if you're putting together a, a welcome video for your website, 
Your retargeting campaign is an excellent place to get some more use out of it. You're introducing the company, you're welcoming them in, you're telling them to request a quote. That is a fantastic piece of content to repurpose and use in your ads. And it gives you the opportunity for the one-to-one selling that you don't always get to do as the business scales. You don't get to, you know, maybe if it's a huge project, you get to talk to every person on the way in the door. But if you're doing maintenance and you're growing by two, 300 clients in a selling season, it's going to be really hard for you to have a personal, you know, one-on-one conversation with each of those clients as they come in. So at a certain point, you're going to need something that still gets you that personal touch, but doesn't require an actual personal touch. So really think about doing an intro video. It's super easy. The script that we provide, you just kind of fill in the blank and and run and gun and you'll have something worth using. Okay, hey, if you have been watching this video and it's helping you out, please give us a like, make sure you're subscribed. It helps other people find out about the channel and get the information that they need from us. And then let's move on here to talking about how to do Facebook ads the right way. So why is it important to set a clear goal before launching a Facebook ads campaign? The bottom line is if you don't know where you're going, you won't know when you get there right? So this is not a, you know, meandering journey of whatever. We need to know what our goal is. And I can assume for most of you, it is not just brand awareness. It is getting new clients in the door, right? So your first campaign should probably be traffic based. And I say that because that's the easiest way to get in the door. And then as you get more advanced with Facebook or as you outsource it to a, uh, you know, an agency like Lightspeed, you'll be able to do some more advanced objectives that are focused on conversion actions on your website. But, you know, you should take, you could do this in an afternoon, you know, dedicate a couple hours to it, maybe on a Saturday, a day that you're not already working and, and set up a traffic campaign pointed at your get a quote page on your website, write the copy for it, produce the, the creative using Canva, Use a Canva template and and then just set the spend at a low enough amount for each day that it's not going to stress you out, right? We want to set it pretty low, two, three bucks a day. You know, this is one more software product that you're adding to the business to see if it works. And you, you have to be willing to set it and forget it for the test. And I know how hard it is as a business owner. You turn an ad campaign on and you're like, you know, you let it run for two days and you're like, oh no, no one clicked. We have to turn it off. We have to do something completely different. Just take a deep breath. Don't look at it. Commit to yourself that you're not going to look at it for 14 days and come back on that 15th day. You can pause the campaign, take a look at what's happening, try to get an idea of what worked and what didn't, you know, look back through the copy and see, you know, if you didn't get the results you wanted, look back at it and see like, Okay, the first thing I would look at is not the copy. I would look at the video or image that you used for your ad. Okay, does this look professional enough? Does this strike me? Do I, if, if I have my monitor up and I have six different things on it and I just glance over, is the ad going to be the first thing I see or is something else on my screen more catchy? See how catchy your, your ad is show it to other people, print out like your lawn care ad and then like four competitor ads. And they don't have to be like from your immediate area, pull some random ads from other areas online, just Google search, find some, throw them on a page 
make sure that they're all the same size, like they're all 1080 by 1080 squares or something, and then just get people to say, hey, I'm gonna flip over this piece of paper and I want you to point at the first ad you look at. And so you just flip it over and you see, which one did they point at first? And was it yours? If it wasn't, what do you think is more eye-catching about the ad they pointed to? That can be, you know, it's a really informal sort of study, but it'll help you hone your skills as a marketer to know which one is going to get the click, which one is going to get someone to stop scrolling and take a look at it. And think about it. You can go for gimmicks. Look, a lot of people will tell you like, oh, I want to be super professional. At the end of the day, a click is a click is a click. If you get someone through to your website and your website is a powerhouse of converting, it doesn't matter how you got them there as long as the ad is not like wildly misleading or something. But look, we've worked with a bunch of pest control companies and I will tell you that you can get them to click through by putting a giant bug on that ad. Something that grosses them out a little and makes them stop scrolling and then they're like, yeah, I don't want some giant ass cockroach in my house. So think about that sort of thing. What in your business will get someone to kind of be like, huh? And stop. That's what you want. You're trying, to, it, it needs to be arresting. Your creative needs to be something that makes them look either in a, man, I wish my wand looked like that or in a, whoa, I don't want my wand to look like that. I got to call these guys. So think about what you have to think about pain points and, and desires, right? Pain points are what would happen if they didn't work with you. And if they go with someone else, they do it themselves. Those are pain points to lean on and press in and get them to, to stop and click through. And desires are the positive outcomes, the positive feelings that you provide. You're gonna give them curb appeal. You're gonna give them safety. You're gonna give them security. If you can convince them that like it's truth, justice, the American way, and your lawn care business, like that is the best thing you could possibly do. So when you're sitting down to create your first successful Facebook ad, you want to have a clear goal for the campaign. How many clicks do you want? You know, maybe start there. Say, I want to get X number of clicks out of this campaign. And if I get that many clicks, I'll be happy because I know X number of clicks on my website will hopefully turn into two clients. Define your target audience and write to them. Don't write to everyone you could work with ever. Write specifically to your best client. Think about who your best client is and write the ad like you are talking to them and selling them on your service again. And I know that you can do it because you sold them already. And then sell benefits, not features. This is the thing I was talking about with desires and pain points. You're talking about the benefit of your service. This is a level up for you as a business owner when you can start talking about what the business gives them as far as outcomes and feelings and benefits versus features. A feature is we mow your lawn. A benefit is curb appeal. Your lawn's gonna look awesome if you work with us. Keep your campaign simple, start small, and then optimize it over time. Continue experimenting, continue working on the platform. And look, I know that this is a lot, especially if you're scaling a business, you're trying to hire, you're managing guys, maybe you're, you're just getting out of the field and you're really focused on growing the business. If, if you don't have time to have digital marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, you know, local SEO, if you don't have time to have that all on your plate, please reach out to us at Lightspeed Social. 
We would love nothing more than to help you grow your business. That is what we are committed to doing at Lightspeed is helping lawn care and landscaping business owners take their business to the next level, get you to a million dollars in revenue and beyond. We would love to work with you. And then finally, let's think about what you should do after you've created your first successful campaign. And that is double down on what works now. So if you have a campaign that's doing well, can you put more budget into it to get in front of people more? Can you run it to more neighborhoods that you wanna be in? Can you, how can you adapt that to another service you offer? If, if maintenance is wrapping up for the selling season for maintenance and you wanna like cut ad spend there, okay, what did we learn from the maintenance campaign that we can push to aeration that's coming up or fall cleanups or some projects that we do? Always be improving. You hear this so often in, in the context of business that you know whatever you are working on, find a way that the next time you do it, do it 1% better. And you know each time you do that, you're turning the knob a little bit more and a little bit more, and it's gonna pay dividends down the road. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. If you are listening in a podcast app, please give us five stars. It helps. Um, other people find out about the show and I love reading them and seeing what you guys have to say about the show. I tweak things based on people, you know, what they tell me in the reviews, what they want to hear more of, what they want to hear less of. So please leave us a five-star review to help other people find out about the show and make it better for you, our listeners. And uh, if you're on YouTube, please give us a like and make sure you're subscribed. Maybe send this video to a friend in the industry that you think it would help out. We would love to have them join us here on, uh, on this uh, journey to grow your business at light speed. Hey, I'll see you next week.